0: With King is the Wham, King is 95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. 44 degrees right now, 60, the high today, 47, the low, 60 on Thursday, low 33, a slight chance for shower tonight and a slight chance again tomorrow. The Atlantic Splash Pad Fundraising Committee provided an update to the City Council last evening. Andy Billings says this report.
1: Allie Pekin said they are currently sitting at $405,390 in the bank with $12,500 in signed pledges on the way. She said they have applied for a Cass County Community Foundation grant, and if that and the CAT grant comes through, the total would be $571,890. The estimate for the project is $673,000 leaving a gap of $101,185. Pekin also noted that Rolling Hills Bank said in addition to their $10,000 donation, they would be willing to carry a loan at 2% interest. City Councilman Mike McDermott asked if the committee has applied for any other grants. Committee Chairman Jeremy Butler said they were told that any of the grants the city was going to apply for needed to go through SWIPCO and they have respected and complied with that request.
2: Over the last, what have we been doing, this, 10, 11 months, Yep. Um, we have contacted them a few times um, with questions on grants, with um, you know, suggestions on grants and always kind of felt like we were getting a little bit of a runaround. Um, last week, unfortunately, we found out why. Um, It was brought to our attention that City Hall had asked them not to write any grants for us and um, not to help the committee
1: in any way. Atlantic Mayor Grace Garrett said the phone call was made to SWIPCO in April of 2023 in reference to what happened at the City Council meeting on April 5th. She read the minutes from that meeting.
3: Splash Pad Fundraising Committee, Council Member Brink stated that the fundraising for the splash pad had become a fiasco and he was sick and tired of messing around with it. He cited two projects within the city that had private funding groups raise the funds and then went to the authority to request the project. Brink felt that this is how the fundraising committee for the splash pad should function. They should raise the $600,000 and then approached the council for approval of building the splash pad. Brink made the motion to turn the fundraising committee loose, not have them be a subcommittee, to raise the money and then approach the city. McCurdy made the second, all A's and the motion carried.
1: Garrett said the phone call was made to SWIPCO asking them to not move forward because the fundraising committee had to do work in order to get certain grants. Garrett then shared a number of email communications between the city, the fundraising committee members, and SWIPCO.
3: So the, the email chain was going on this whole time, and we were trying to find out who was handling what. We were not aware that Ashley had changed the position of handling the grants, but we were also told that Aaron was copied in on the email chain, and then when we asked Erin, when she got them, she said the 24th is when she got the information.
1: Allie Pekin questioned why that information was never communicated with the committee.
3: That number one, the information was not forwarded to SWIPCO in a
1: timely manner, and number two, that this entire time they were under the impression that they were not to apply because they were directed by the mayor and the city clerk to not to apply for any grants
3: on behalf of this project. I, I received a phone call from SWIPCO saying this, that they were very confused when they received the information from City Hall saying
1: here's the information for the grants because they were told not to apply on behalf of the city. Jeremy Butler said now the grant they are applying for is being thrown together in 10 days when it should have been worked on for months.
2: So we can filibuster all night reading, uh, you know, emails back and forth. The fact is they were told by the city, quote unquote, you and Barb, not to write grants for the splash pad. I was told never in the director's 17 years of working with grants has he ever, ever had a city administration try to undermine a city project. I could care less what you guys do to me or my committee, but this is not being done to me or my committee. This is being done to the citizens of Atlantic and the outlying areas
1: that are going use a splash pad. Councilman Gerald Brink said this is all in the past now and it's time to proceed and get this splash pad accomplished. We
4: got this offer from Rolling Hills, a fantastic offer, 2% interest. That's unheard of today. How can we take advantage of that? Let's some way figure out how, how do we take advantage of that loan and get this project done. I'm tired of screwing around with it.
1: To move forward, the City Council approved submitting a letter of support for the Splash Pad CAT grant application. I'm Andy Bellings reporting.
0: Well, the Montgomery County Sheriff's Office arrested a Shenandoah woman following a traffic stop on Tuesday. During the investigation, the Sheriff's Office deployed the canine, which led to the arrest of 43-year-old Alexandra Dawn Lasley for possession of methamphetamine second offense. Deputies transported Lasley to the Montgomery County Jail and held her in a $2,000 bond. Early this morning, Montgomery County deputies arrested 27-year-old Brittany Maria Say of Atlantic following a traffic stop at Q Avenue and 110th Street. Deputies transported Say to the Montgomery County Jail for driving while barred. Authorities held her on a $2,000 bond. Montgomery County Board of Supervisors approved a resolution for an appropriations resolution of a budget amendment for the 2023-24 fiscal year budget. The resolution followed the public hearing, which there were no comments from the public. The budget amendment was for $80,250. County Auditor Jill Azuna stated the amendment was for medical examiners and for the Auditor's Office for unplanned wages, additional training expenses, and taxation statements that will soon be sent out to landowners
3: we have to budget that for um the general any november election too because any city school county that's going to bond over the amount that's not within those requirements has to be done at a at an election now a regular general november election and then those statements have to go out to let each parcel owner know how the that bonding is going yeah. to okay levy on their property.
0: The supervisor approved the record's report fees for January in the amount of $28,537. Sheriff's fee for January in the sum of 3069 And the treasurer's semi-annual report for the ending fund balance in January of $11,181,997.50. The supervisors entered into a budget work session at 9 a.m. following the regular meeting. Well, on Monday, dozens of Alzheimer's Association advocates from across the state will gather at the statehouse seeking support for two critical priorities – Doug Bickford, director of the Alzheimer's Association Iowa Chapter, says one of the legislative priorities is strengthening Iowa's dementia services network. This would place a dementia service specialist at each of the six area agencies on aging to provide care planning, memory screenings, and referrals to a doctor, train local business and community organizations to become dementia friendly. And to connect those living with dementia and their care partners with services unique to their communities like support groups and uh, respite. So it
4: really helps boots on the ground families where they live just have better coordination of care because unfortunately we're in what's called a neurology desert here in Iowa. Uh, We're also in a couple other quote unquote deserts when it comes to just basic dementia-related care. So having these dementia service specialists will help tremendously.
0: Bickford says the second priority is to improve early detection and diagnosis of Alzheimer's and ensure biomarker testing in Iowa. He says biomarkers are one of the most promising paths to improve dementia detection, diagnosis, and a treatment.
4: What this biomarker testing would do is once these become available, they're still Not FDA approved yet, but the science is getting better and better where we think in the next couple years I can go to my primary care physician and get a finger prick and that blood will tell me if I have amyloid buildup in my brain, which is a hallmark of Alzheimer's
0: disease. Bickford says uh, that these tests remain out of reach for many as insurance coverage fails to keep pace with innovations and advancements in treatments. Advocates will be asking legislators to require appropriate coverage for biomarker testing to support the early detection and diagnosis of Alzheimer's and other dementia and remove barriers that prevent people living with dementia from benefiting from biomarker testing. More news in the web at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is next.